Well, hi again to all of you that like to spend a bit of your time listening to me. Um, don't know why, but I, I like to talk about birds. So if you are listening to this, I really appreciate your time uh, listening to what I have to say while I rant on about birds. Uh, as you quite know by now, I think this is my number 24. Um, what, what do you call uh, episode 24? <laughs> One of my passions in life is birds, as you know, and... Uh, of course, taking photos of these beautiful, beautiful creatures. I just love them so much. Today, I'm going to move on a bit and I'm going to chat about one of my most graceful birds. Uh, well, to me, certainly. And um, every time I drive down in the country or up in the country, past open felt and I see these things in the in the meadows or the felt, as we call it here in South Africa, and that's the secretary bird. The secretary bird. A definite showstopper in my in my in my book because uh, whenever people see them, they, they they tend to stop. If you're driving on the side of the road, you see people stop on the side of the road with their binocs looking at these uh, lovely graceful birds as they walk around the um, meadows looking for stomping and looking for the uh, snakes, etc., for their next meal. Uh, anyway, these birds are, are funny enough um, endemic to Africa which actually means that they can only be found on our continent of, of, of Africa. They're actually a bird of prey, and um, any bird of prey, we actually um, call them raptors. But in this case, uh, they've got very, very, very long legs, but very strong legs. And they've got very long wings, about two meters long, and a, and a, and a very long tail. They have these feathers that sort of come out from the, um, from the like, quills, from, from behind the ears, uh, like quills, from those pens they used to in the, in the 19th century. Uh, you see these office workers uh, sort of walking around um, coming <laughs> with these little like pens tucked behind the ears. It looks just like that. Um, and uh, some people think it gets from that. It's like a crest of these long feathers. Uh, but uh, I believe the actual name came from, I don't know how to actually pronounce it, but it's an um, Arabic name, Sakritair which is, uh, means uh, the hunter bird. Uh, this bird actually, sort of, if you see it in the, in the fields, as I mentioned earlier, you actually struts about, if I can use that name, struts about in the felt looking for snakes. Or, you know, well, it doesn't just eat snakes, but I'll talk about those now. And um, they, have this, um, <laughs> they have this beautiful face of an eagle, and they've got these legs of a strong stalk as they strut around the, the meadows or the felt. Um, they they're basically like a dove grey colour and and yeah most of the body but the black the wings are black and the thighs and the central sort of tail feathers are all black and uh, when you see them strutting about the the their thighs up to its uh, well from the top down to its knees well it's not really a knee but anyway let's call it knees that's the way we like to talk is um, covered with black feathers and looks like <laughs> <laughs> looks like he's wearing a little thin pair of breeches. You know, the old breeches that the guys used to wear at the golf course or something like that. But anyway, they've got this short, um, it's quite a biggish curved, uh, down, sort of downward curled bill. And just behind it has like a bare area, which is either red or, or, or yellow skin, which actually goes, reaches back around the eyes. And they have these uh, very long, looks like eyelashes. But uh, they're not, in fact, eyelashes. They they modified feathers uh, with you know feathers without barbs. They're about one, 
0.2 meters high, maybe a bit higher. And um, as I said before, the most distinctive feature of these are the sort of 20 or so, these black crest feathers. As I said, they, they resemble cork pins uh, stuck, stuck behind their ears, which are in fact invisible. You can't really see the ears. Um, but uh, you need to get onto one of the books or onto the web and actually have a look at this bird and, and, and you'll see exactly what I mean when I say it's like so graceful to me, like stomping around, walking around there. And it strides quite purposefully, I must say, in the forest. It, not the forest, I keep saying, for, excuse me about that. You know, out in the open meadows, you can actually see it like purposely walks around there, stomping on the ground, trying to flush something out of the undergrowth. Um, the sad thing about these birds are, you know, back in about 1968, they actually became protected under the uh, African Convention uh, on the Conservation of, na of Nature and um, Natural Resources. The um, International Union for, Conserv of, um, for Conservation of Nature, which is the IUCN, then actually listed the bird in about 2016 as a, as a vulnerable species and then endangered in 2020 uh, due to a sort of recent rapid decline in, in the entire range. So, you know, we're really sad about these birds and we try and sort of, um, wherever we see them, we, we put them down onto the list of where we saw it and we put it through to the atlas. Um, there are a couple of uh, little interesting things about this bird. I, I will expand upon it a bit later, but uh, I don't know if you know this, but the, this bird actually appears on our South African coat of arms. Um, in the image, you'll see it with its wings out hold, holding the sort of setting sun between its you know, outstretched wings. And uh, it's, it's kind of like symbolizes protection and is sort of considered a divine messenger bird, uh, as you'll see noted with its gold color in the seal. Um, the other thing, it's, it, as I said before, it eats snakes. Mostly it eats a lot of snakes, but, uh, well, it wouldn't, for the small part, eat snakes, but um, a lot of the time it also includes insects, uh, mammals, birds, crabs, other reptiles, and, and the smaller stuff it actually swallows whole, like it'll eat a small tortoise, funny enough, whole, but, uh, you know, it had to be fairly small tortoise. Um, they also use their thick and sole, they've got these long legs, as I said, very strong legs, and uh, they've got these very thick soles on their feet, and they stamp on their prey, and they kind of stun them, and then they rip them with their with their strong bills and then they kind of like swallow it whole. These are amazing birds when you see them walking around. Yeah, and um, one of the amazing things about these birds is uh, is the way they actually hunt and, and, and eat venomous snakes. And, and please believe me that the venom that's, that's in these snakes is definitely dangerous for these birds. Not, you know, some people, it's more the myth saying that they, um, you know, that this that the venom won't affect the birds, but please, it, it will definitely affect them. So a lot of guts go to these birds uh, to go after these snakes. Uh, and the thing I like to watch them, they have a credible way of hunting that, that allows them to devour these snakes. Uh, you know, as I said, um, they, they'll hunt on foot and they'll stomp around on the ground to try and expose their prey. And once it spots its next meal, it'll... Sometimes it gets very excited, lifts its wings and and then sort of gets quite excited, but then it'll stomp on the snake and uh, which is a, a massive force it's a, people say it's around about 
five times its body weight. And that's a lot. And, you know, after it's stomped the snake, uh, the bird will then throw it high in the air to stun it and then um, will peck it a bit for, for, for good measure. And then, uh, then if it's still alive, it'll actually use its wings to try and protect it from any potential bites. And, you know, especially when it's still trying to get the the snake, it'll actually flap its wings. You'll see it with its wings open. It's actually trying to distract the the snake before it sort of kills it and stomps on it. So um, this is kind of technique it's, it's used. And um, uh, But that's mostly used just for difficult and, and, and dangerous animals like, like snakes, as I've just mentioned. Um, and I've said before, they do uh, eat smaller lizards and rodents and things like that once they've uh, caught them. These birds are, are very nomadic and uh, generally found in the whole of our South African region. You know, as you know, uh, the birds I've been talking about mostly are from our Southern African region, but mostly in South Africa. But they be they can be found anywhere in, in in our in our in our region. And you heard me say originally that they'll only be found in Africa. So if you're hearing this somewhere else in the world and you want to see one, you need to come to Africa to come and see this this gorgeous bird. And uh, man, oh man, oh man, you must see this bird when it starts courting. <laughs> There's no ways I'm going to be able to explain the, the things that it does. It dips and its rings go up. and it's, I've even seen it do a, a sort of uh, aerial flip, a somersault. I've got it on camera. And uh, they do a whole lot of different things between the male and the female. And uh, I think, really, if you do get to see it, put in your video very quickly because it actually... Um, goes on for a little while and you know you can take some really really sort of good movies about watching these two doing their little dance or you know they dip their wings and they sometimes they hold back their wings while they they're dipping themselves and pushing their legs forward ah it's amazing to actually watch these birds when they start doing the um courting dances etc uh, once they've paired up they normally pair up for life and they they will hang around together. They'll 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 normally make a, a fairly large platform of of, of uh, twigs uh, on a thorn tree. Now they'll put grass in to soften it, obviously. But on top of thorny trees, like acacia trees, and that they will put these uh, largest um, platforms. But the male and the female both will kind of help. Uh, that you'll find they'll have a slight depression in the middle, obviously, to hold the one to three eggs that they do actually lay. And and these eggs they actually lay between one to three days um, intervals between the sort of laying of of the eggs. They will um, incubate them for about forty to forty six days, mostly by the female. And uh, when the chicks finally arrive, um, uh, they've been shown as not having any sibling rivalry whatsoever. But most cases, the youngest will die of starvation because being the youngest and the biggest uh, will be seen first by the adults. And the way they show themselves, they're slightly bigger, and the, and the little one at the end will unfortunately um, pass away, and that's why it just happens in in the wildlife. And um, they normally sort of have a range to hunt around about 20 k's or 20 square k's, uh, but up to about 230 square k's they they can roam and uh, they fly or mostly walk. Uh, but they but usually. Uh, believe it's around about 50 square, on average, around about 50, 50 square meters, where they'll just fly and then they'll land somewhere and they'll walk through that whole sort of meadow or flatland, whatever the case may be. 
this nest that they build, they will actually keep the same nest year after year after year, and they get bigger and bigger. You must see the size of these um, nests sometimes. They, as I said, mostly made of twigs, but they really become very, very, very big nests. Sometimes when you will find where they've, there's been a, a newly sort of burnt area, you'll find these birds. They, they get attracted to these newly burnt areas uh, where they'll just go in there and start walking around to try and feed on animals recently killed in the fire. But one thing they don't do is, that, you know, you, you won't ever find them eating carrion at any stage. But they will normally raise their wings when they spot a potential meal, as I said before, in the excitement. And they'll stomp around and uh, having flushed whatever it is out of there, then they'll... Uh, especially if it's a bigger uh, rodent or bigger snake or something, then they will stomp it and then uh, hopefully kill it, and then they will um, eat it. They are usually a, a fairly quiet bird. They don't sort of, you know, hardly hear them much. But when they do make a sound, this is what they sound like. Yeah. They've also got like a deep croak type of sound as well that, that that emanates almost from deep within them. But that I've just got straight off the uh, Robert's uh, one for you. So you can get one of the uh, birding apps and uh, they've got sounds on there and uh, videos and there's always something to hear or, or um, <laughs> to read about these birds. All birds, in fact. So uh, as I keep telling you, please get yourself a nice a book or an app on birds and then you can when you go out you'll take your binox and take it with you and your little notebook and make your notes and so when you can mark down what you've seen especially if something uh, different happens especially with these secondary birds being so endangered it's sometimes good to sort of remember where you've seen them and report it to the atlas or one of the other apps that are out there for um, uh, looking out for endangered birds um, and the like so there we have it, uh, folks. You know, we've spoken a bit about the secretary bird today. As I've said before, they're basically a, a grey, very grey bird with the black on their wings, very black on their wings, with long tails with these um, almost thigh guards, as you like to call, very, very long legs, with the thigh guards being black and these beautiful big black feathers coming out from its uh, grey head. And it's got like a, either yellow or, or reddish around the eyes. And this uh, beautiful curved bull, very sharp bull, and it walks around, struts around through the open vegetation. And uh, sometimes you'll even find that it raises its, its wings uh, when it's running. So when it when it actually starts running, you see it running, it actually raises its wings. I've got some nice videos about it and um, uh, watching them sort of run through the uh, these open fields. Um, but the sexes are alike. Um, the juveniles are a little bit duller, but uh, there you have it. And that's what I have to say at this moment for the secondary birds. So uh, nothing else to say, but when you're in the countryside and you're looking out, keep your eyes open for these beautiful birds. And until next time, this is uh, from Big Al. Uh, happy birding. Cheers.